0: Nebraska women's basketball looks for a second straight upset of the number two team in the nation when they face Ohio State tonight in Columbus. The Buckeyes are 21 and three and 12 and one in the Big Ten. Tip off is six o'clock. Baylor Shireman delivered the first triple double in Creighton program history, featuring points, rebounds, and assists to lead Creighton to a 94-72 win over Georgetown last night at the Chai. Remember, great teams cover. He was that honored. They do. He was honored in a pregame ceremony for eclipsing 2,000 career points. He had 15, 11, and 11 while reaching the milestone with more than 10 minutes remaining in the second half, prompting Nick Hanley to check what else was going on last night around college basketball.
1: Thanks a lot. I had to watch uh, the end of Wisconsin-Ohio State, which wasn't very good. You
0: honestly could have been better off just watching. I mean,
1: it was closer than the Georgetown-Crane game, but... (laughs)
0: I'd have just hopped on the YouTube.
1: Wisconsin needs to hit some shots. Mm. They need to hit shots bad, and Ohio State's going to be looking for a
0: new coach. That's Mm. what I took away from that game. So, hey you want a job, they're hiring, or they will be. Columbus and Ann Arbor. Yeah. Jays are 18-7 of the season, 9-5 and five of the Big East. They're at Hinkle Saturday morning at 1130. Beware. Other college basketball stuff. People are talking about Indiana State and how they were uh, yeah. ranked for the first time since Larry Bird led them to a national title game 45 years ago. Well, they promptly went out and lost. Illinois State 80-67. to 67, so, so much for that. And unfortunately for us, ESPN and the college football playoff have agreed to a six-year deal worth $1.3 billion annually that allows the network to keep exclusive rights to the 12-team playoff through the 2031 season. The deal cannot be finalized until the CFP work through some other outstanding issues like how they're going to get nothing but SEC teams in the playoff format and make it just an SEC tournament. The playoff expands from four teams to 12 this season with a pre-existing 12-year contract with ESPN that runs the 25-26 season. The deal pays CFP $608 million for seven games annually. All about money. Uh, the Royals intend to build their new downtown ballpark blocks away from the T-Mobile Center and the Power and Light District, scrapping two concepts elsewhere in the city for a location that puts the stadium closer to existing entertainment areas. This was unveiled yesterday. Yes, this is the big story in Kansas City this week. The Royals revealed plans for a $2 billion-plus ballpark project Tuesday at Kauffman Stadium. Ironic. Kind of like uh, saying that you're uh, introducing your new wife at your old wife's place. Anyway, two days after the Chiefs, whose mm. Arrowhead Stadium shares the Truman complex with their existing ballpark, won the championship, the new ballpark, located downtown, will seat about 34,000 fans, roughly 3,000 fewer than the K. And the Royals are hopeful it will be ready for the 2028 season. The final design is still under development, but renderings shown Tuesday pay homage to the K's swooping roof lines and iconic. Centerfield fountains
2: yes I like the idea of uh, a smaller stadium everybody's downsizing mm-hmm. not just Matt Damon's movie <laughs> um, but what do you say the uh, April of 28 is mm-hmm. when they're intended so they don't they haven't bought any of the properties that they're gonna have to remove yeah so they don't really have the land yet they just kind of have the site uh, the renderings look really yeah. really, really cool I got excited uh it's you know it's also the Renaissance of two things one downtown baseball Mm-hmm. And the city of Kansas City. Now, I don't know what the perception is outside of this area about Kansas City, but what the Chiefs have done and what an idea like this can do, i, I got to believe that nationally, the opinion of the city of Kansas City has changed a bit. Because, I mean, we, we probably look at it different because we all, Cause we go there three hours away yeah. and we go there. Yeah, we frequent it quite a bit. But I don't know that Kansas City has ever been at the forefront. You know, it's... Nice it's in the Midwest. We get confused if it's in Kansas or Missouri. <laughs> right. But but kudos to Kansas City. They've had the renaissance. It started with a streetcar, my kid. Uh, you know, the Plaza was the hot thing. Now it's still okay, but yeah. it's kind of a little bit older, you know, and the power and lights taken off. So Westport was cool. Good on the good on the Kansas City area with the Chiefs and what this could do to you know, just off of the cusp of the power and light district.
1: Yeah. And as someone who has gone to Kauffman many times, but it's not an actual Royals fan, it's maybe I have a different perspective than what some of the diehard Royals fans have, or even really the Kansas City residents with how the congestion might be an issue downtown and in that area and, and what that might look like. But I love power and light. I love that area. As I've gotten older, I don't frequent power and light as much or as long. Uh, as I used to, or at night,
0: more in but, the day. Yes,
1: more more in the day. But all or I can imagine is going yeah. upstairs. Yeah, at the, the PBR, the uh, the blazing pianos and all. You know, like the, they got good stuff out there. But the other thing about the idea of going to Power and Light, being able to watch a ball game and just spill out into an entertainment district, as opposed to when I would go to Kauffman before and watch Cleveland play, then we'd had to get in our car, we'd have to drive, you know, another fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes, depending on traffic. Basically into the city and and kind of experience you know more nightlife that way. I, I just I, I think given my appreciation for that really cool area that they've built up to be able to put a ballpark in there. Hopefully you can make it work with a traffic standpoint too. I, I love it and and you're right. The renderings that yeah. look awesome, no, no, look amazing. No
0: crown vision though. Yeah, they need that, the scoreboard that needs to be corrected.
1: Yeah, I think yeah no, could, they'll correct it. Why, why? Yeah, why couldn't you put? Because uh, the the one that I saw, you've got the big scoreboard in the middle. Why couldn't you just yeah. add a crown to it?
0: I think they will top it, it with a crown. If, so, Mo-
1: if
2: 15 says I want a crown, he's mm. going to get a crown. So downtown baseball, <laughs> are you either going to be the Colorado Rockies or the Minnesota Twins? Mm. Yeah.
1: And and seriously, Colorado's that that ballpark is beautiful, but yeah, lost, it's They lost
2: 103 games last year. Though. Yeah, yeah, and that's ballpark can only go so far. Yeah,
1: you got to start winning games.
2: And that's that's a very good point. This is it kind of the interesting renaissance though of a downtown ballpark. I mean we have a downtown ballpark in this town that is used for what twenty dates of baseball a year? Mm-hmm. Uh more than that. Um so a month of baseball and we have another ballpark that is very fan friendly, that is out in the burbs. And just you know, the, we we seem to be taking our ballparks in cities to downtown, minor league ballparks. Oh yeah. Charlotte. I've been there. Oh Charlotte's really nice. ballpark is fabulous and it's mm-hmm. just a couple of blocks from where the Panthers play. now I've
1: never been I've always wanted to go to Durham is is Durham's in a, like the downtown area of like Durham North Carolina I do not know that okay. I don't know I've never been there but I've I that's one I've always wanted to go to
2: uh, I'm not sure it, it, you guys went be, to Indy yeah, was yeah, that Indy, one like Indy it too? is right downtown yeah I don't know I, I you know there's I, I hear this from people about Warner Park and again I I love Warner Park I think it is ideal for this community and for that organization and they got the good plot of land out there, and it is a very, very fan-friendly <laughs> ballpark. Mm-hmm. But like I hear, but there. I hear more people now say, "Well, it's too far out there." I'm like,
1: it's not if you had if Scott's you had bluff. more okay. retail around
2: it. We got, yeah, that that's that is absolutely true. I mean, out to Sarpy County, that's kind of the thing that when they're doing the soccer stadium, which ironically yep. they they is going to be an uphill climb, in my opinion. But they want it downtown. Mm-hmm. Is people say, well, it's, you know, our fan base, it's too far to drive out to Sarpy County, out to Highway 370. I, I, I just hear that a little bit more. I, I'm i probably the wrong person to comment because I I go out there, I, you know, I, I do some stuff. You're talking to too many people, people
1: from northwest Omaha. Well, I
2: don't know. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. It's, <laughs> I live it's, there a, too. <laughs> it's a valid concern. It would yeah. be a drive. Yeah. But we just, we're starting to see in this country, um, you know, kind of post when they decided to put Warner Park out in Sarpy County, that there is a drive for more downtown ballpark well and and
1: I'll put it from I'll put it from this perspective 45 years old we have a a child and so going downtown for the sake of going downtown to go to a a restaurant or when we have our, our night away from our kid to you know go to the bars and hang out with friends seldom are we doing that downtown we're doing that wherever we're living you know, from the suburban area or whatever because there's other places around there. So what I've, I've always seen that makes so much sense with putting these ballparks down there too, if you've got an older audience, and again though, an audience that has kids as well, this is their one time to not only go downtown, go to a ball game, but then chances are either before or after the game, you're going to frequent those businesses around there too. So you're going to make either a day or a night of it with those businesses around as opposed to uh you know what unless there's a ball game going on i don't really want to go downtown yeah. i'm 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 older i'm i'm older now so i'm not you know the downtown scene doesn't it, it it doesn't attract me as much as it did but if you give me some a sporting event down there where i can sort of supplement that experience with also going to bars or going to restaurants downtown
2: then okay now we're talking right, that phone has rang hey you're a downtown guy i'm suburban guy i want you just to know that as, uh we welcome in caller marty marty listener marty listener marty good good morning good morning
3: well, I was I was interested in the fountain talk and the crown vision talk, and, and then you shifted. So uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> then we brought,
1: uh, then we localized it.
3: Yeah, you did, which is great. You know, local sports guys. But uh, look, I think the Royals. I,
2: I think that was Royals, kind of awkward.
3: <laughs> look, I think I think I think the, my my opinion is the Royals uh, have made a move uh, that really is for the Community for 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 moving that community forward. I, I'm as anxious to see what happens next to Arrowhead as I am to see what happens downtown. Yeah. Yep. you know that's long been that exit. That area has long been uh, a challenge outside of game date or event date. Uh, there's really not much else that happens there. So mm-hmm. we'll put see some, if that put really some respect on the Drury
1: that. Inn, please. Yeah, the hotel and isn't, isn't there uh, like a those, Denny's and Denny's.
3: Yeah, no, thank you, no respect. But uh, it's, uh, so I, I, I'm anxious about that. And then you know, as far as downtown Kansas City, look, every other every other city that has downtown Major League Baseball in the country has figured it out. There's no reason that you know, it's not going to be figured out there. And, and from a design perspective, I would assume yeah. at this far out, those, those are those designs are probably 20, 25 percent of what the is going to end up being. So, yeah, Crown Vision, I'm with you. Let's see yeah. it. Let's see hey, it. Hey, so,
2: so that's not exactly why you entirely called, because I, I, I pushed a button here about Werner Park. No buttons, I agree. Development needs to happen. And, yeah. and you're one of the rare minor league ballparks that is out of a downtown, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, you look at Round Rock, uh, you look at us. I mean, there, there are others that are like that. Uh, but for the most part, if you go back 92, 93, uh, that's really when the, the focus, you mm-hmm. know, big leagues and then 97, 98 focused minor leagues was more intimate, smaller. You know, that was your first, that was the, that was the first change. And then second, it uh, was moving more towards your urban core. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, I obviously for those that are here in market. It's either have Warner Park where it is, or you don't have AAA baseball here. You don't have pro baseball. Yeah. So, you know, that that was a move. That was a move that was really predicated on um, uh, what was the ne- necessary move to keep professional baseball here. And and Mark Wayne and, and a number of folks at County still need to be given the credit that they were given to do that. Now, I'll I'll talk out of the other side of my mouth. <clears throat> Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen uh, was. The plan for development uh, in between Warner Park and Highway 370. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has happened all around from a residential perspective. I don't know the number four thousand forty five hundred rooftops that have that are within a ten mile radius of, of Warner Park since the ballpark opened. But development from an entertainment and mixed use development has not happened, and uh, it needs to happen. It absolutely needs to happen. You know those conversations are ongoing. Uh, but those conversations you know they they need to turn into action and that's not just for us but that's for the continued build-out mm-hmm. of, of what 370 I continue to say 370 is becoming maple but it needs to happen a, a little more yeah. quickly hey, from so a little
2: clarification for people that don't maybe don't know that property right across the street from Warner Park is not owned by you guys
3: no it's not it, it's, it's a dev- local developer and uh, it was in the hands of a previous developer and, you know, there have been talks ongoing, uh, you know, on, on what can go there, what can be attracted there, and what the use is. Starpey County stepped up about three years ago and put the infrastructure in from a roads and sewer, water, streets, uh, streetlights, street all that's in, uh, and it's ready. Uh, it, it's ready to go, and, you know, now uh, there's been, you know, a number of conversations from an annexation perspective uh, mm-hmm. related to, you know, the city of Papillion, and, and and what that build out would be like, you know, a lot of people don't realize in the state of Nebraska, <clears throat> counties can't levy sales taxes. Yeah. So from from a standpoint of retail and entertainment, you know, it's it's not going to build out while it's in the hands of Sarpy County. So that's why there's there's some there's some legal l- legal gotcha. things related to annexation that need to happen first. And and you know, there's been a little bit of hold-up there.
2: All right. Well, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know,
3: March 29th to be here before you know it. Uh, but uh, b- before that, there's a lot of there's a lot of good basketball. I mean, you got you, know, you got Omaha, Creighton, and Nebraska on, on both men's and women's side. It's exciting to, to see uh, see what's happening with our local
2: basketball clubs right now. Yep. Hey, thank you, my friend. See you guys. Bye. It's morning, Cordell. Uh, John writes in uh, with where the new ballpark for the Royals is going to be located. <laughs> Will there be parking for even the players of the stadium, or will they have to park at the park and go and ride the streetcar? <laughs> That's oh, now that would be cool. So, a little streetcar entrance So there, there? are 26,000 parking spots between the K and Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Not just a massive parking lot, but where they're going to put the ballpark, there will be 40,000 parking yeah. spots available. There would be more,
0: yeah.
2: if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Hey, I... I'm excited about it. It looks, I love where it's It looks it's cool. Located. I think it looks great. Ask yourself: will you go there more than one time? Will you just go because you got to go and you want to see the new place? Or will you go and keep coming back? No, I'll go. That's, that's, that's the big thing. Now, the other part of it is: the Royals have to put a, a quality team on the mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. and with additional revenue. You turn that revenue back into your ball club, you know. There's, there's, right. a, it, it can be a, it can be a franchise changer. The fact with the ball with new, is involved, yeah. they'll do it right. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens. I'm telling, <laughs> telling the city of Kansas City, they're on a yeah, renaissance. So, uh, that was not a planted call uh, ahead of what I'm about to tell you about the NHL in Omaha. It's just a listener calling in that um, wanted to talk ballpark. So I, yep. I don't know how much you guys follow, and there's a lot of people that have sworn off of following anything that comes out of Lincoln this time of the year in the <laughs> unicameral. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess I just, I don't know if I've actually sworn it off. I, yeah. just, I just don't give a rip. So the state of Nebraska has approved the first two what they call good life districts. So they are areas that are eligible for a new state tax incentive designed to foster big and unique developments. Ah. Okay. And the Nebraska Department of Economic Development uh, signed off on them one is going to be at 192nd and Dodge. This is going to be a city that will involve basketball. That's all I can say on that. Okay. So that's going to start to move. There's nothing there right now. 192nd and Dodge. Oh, there no. is a gigantic project that is probably I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I think it's about 2 months away from being publicly announced. And oh. it's not a Whataburger? Uh I don't know. There that would apply It's going to, to be me. a it's going to be an entertainment Sports venue. Okay. But for all of our friends in Gretna, including Mayor Mike, (laughs) who is not officially the mayor, but should be the mayor because everybody knows Mike. Uh, the, we talked, what was it, two weeks ago when Gary Bettman was at the All Star game and unsolicited, he said, Hey, I got an email from Omaha.
1: Yeah, it was last Monday we talked about it.
2: He actually did get an email. Um, this is real. So now it is it is a pipe dream, but there is going to start to build up here strong interest in NHL hockey in Omaha. Again, it's it's a it's an uphill battle, but there are people that are lining up to try and make this a reality. Have some conversations. Mm-hmm. Again, some pop tarts. It's it's it's. it's it's going to be a challenge, but there are—they are. They are um, let's just say they're putting their ducks in order. Now, I could walk What, what you and street. I talked about is if you are—if you are an owner of an NHL team and you pay the big entry fee, you want to control a lot of your revenue. Right. So you're not downtown. That—that—that that, that, that building cannot help you. Right. Okay. If you are an NHL team to Omaha. Yep. So while I bring up Gretna. The other good life district is right there off of I-80, where the outlet malls are. That area, that city is exploding. That area is about to just blow up. Okay? Not literally, that'd be a now, disaster. Now, the idea is if the NHL to Omaha takes another step, and they're they're still in the Early stages of figuring this out. Mm-hmm. You guys be cool with a NHL-sized arena in Gretna, Nebraska? Because this is the thinking. If you oh. are in the area, where I mean, that's they've the Good Life District for Gretna, right there on 80, is 2,000 acres, mm-hmm. and you've already seen some of kind of the plans. Rod Yates is yeah. there, there's a there's a lot of stuff like Gretna. Retina no longer is going to be this little bedroom community, okay? The, that, that area is just going to go, boom! But the idea is, if you were going to do this, you can't just do it with the city of Omaha and the population here. I but see if, what you're But getting if, you at. Make, if you do this and you make it where you would like to have it, you now bring the city of Lincoln yeah. into play. Not, in not, not, the, not the government and people like that. But the people that live in Lincoln who would think, Oh my God, I gotta drive all the way downtown. It's more centrally located. Yep. I could drive to the exit in Gretna off of eighty and boy, it doesn't seem that long. Yep. That makes sense. So again, this is there's there's something to this. It's a it's early, it's way, way early. But there's some people that are interested in seeing if this can happen. But if it does happen, that would be the area that would be in the discussion of right there off of Amy well, and Gretna, and, and I figured that's very cool.
1: When we we talked about the, I like this segment. The the quote email,
2: I, I think no, the email was real. So yeah, so I and I don't doubt I now, that. I now have met the person that okay, oh that's has hilarious. An interest, so. Well, and and
1: I it, th- that's interesting. Like what you kind of laid out there because I think. In talking to people since that report came out, as far as the email, it I was think people—well, yeah, people, people <laughs> did—they made it—they made it sound like it was just like a a fan that had a strong hockey interest in, and yeah, like, no, a, and and they were a just a like, "Hey, what little, about us?" Little
2: business acumen,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Because I I I kept thinking about that when uh, I was talking to some people about this, and they said, "Oh, I'm sure it was just somebody that." you know it's kind of like one of those, those politicians that comes into a race like really late and it's like a, a a young like like startup you know ceo that it doesn't realize what they're getting themselves into and i said well you got to understand what the expansion fees have been for the last two additions to the nhl to vegas it was 500 and i believe seattle was like 650 so fast forward to whenever that would potentially ever take place for any team that's going to expansion. Exactly. I mean, you're probably getting close to eight to possibly a billion. See, and you guys poo-pooed my ash idea. You're not getting mentioned by the commissioner of the national hockey league, unless someone presented, okay, an email, but an email that had some financial structure behind it of, yes, we would be interested, but this is how we would attempt to pull this off Don't think of just like what you're saying. Don't think of just downtown Omaha and the Omaha population, but how you can involve the entire eastern side of the state. Think bigger. Then you're starting to. So that kind of makes sense. But I always thought that email was accompanied by a lot of financial structure because you're not even entertaining it or even mentioning it in any type of press briefing unless there was some type of, oh, well, at least that's interesting. And it may be nothing more than that from the NHL side and from Bettman's side of it, but to even get mentioned, it had to have a lot of substance to it, financial yeah. substance especially.
2: Just, it's in the it's in the
0: formative stages. There are Coyotes in Nebraska. I
1: appreciate that. I, I really appreciate that because it's like anything. If you want something so badly and you feel strong and you have people that have experience, like you said, business acumen, that have experience and – you think you could make it work? You present it? What's the worst they can tell you? No.
2: Their best friend will be the state of Nebraska. That's all I'm uh, saying. All right, Blacksmith Dan says, uh, about <laughs> the Kansas City Renaissance, um, the World Cup being in Kansas City in 2026. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's another that. part of the uh, Renaissance. He said, uh, don't let an NHL franchise use Omaha as a fake threat in order to gain more from another location. Has happened to Kansas City three times. Shout out Kansas City. Not candidates. the, not the no. case. So, uh, first and foremost, Salt Lake City, is right near the top of yep. an expansion franchise um I mean do I do I think this could happen no though I do I like the idea yeah uh it's just I it's like a, the thing it's a long shot but there are there, there are people that are like ah you know what maybe it's not that much of a crazy idea mm-hmm. that they're gonna them. try enough for this all right Corey tweets at us about curses and what to do in the spring game mm. um he's just gonna cut right to it he said, I'll say it because no one else will. Dr. Tom is the curse. Until the state Whoa. legalizes Mary Jane and mobile sports betting oh. and sells booze in Memorial Stadium, Husker sports are stuck under his curse. I can we get behind evolve. all three. R.I.P., coach.
1: Okay. Well, we, not or, that part. Yeah, that part, no, but no. we evolve. Welcome. welcome sports to sports Welcome to a Valentine's Day show that Tom
2: is Oscar's really, dispensary.
1: Really, well, it did start with the yeah. very unfortunate passing of the founder of the Pop-Tart. So that's, that, I mean, that was the course that we were set
0: on. All right. But. Positive thinking, butter on a Pop-Tart, I'm now tempted to try it. Nick, you're the healthy one of the show. You should go first. I'm going
1: to try it because
2: we have some at home, and I'm very curious about this. Matt DeMarinas from White Blue Review coming up at the top of the hour. I'm saving the show. Uh, Also, in an hour, we'll talk Nebraska baseball as the uh, Huskers open up their season this uh, weekend. Will it be a third straight June without baseball for Nebraska? Wouldn't be good. No, it would not. Would not be good. It would not be good. But they're gonna. It's a different makeup this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got my attention. Uh, so we'll ta- talk to uh, Lance Harville uh, coming up uh, at about eight thirty. Also, uh, Brandon Vogel stops by. But Corey talking about selling booze. Uh, Nebraska baseball. Evan Bland had a story yesterday in the World Herald about uh, Nebraska baseball. Maybe, maybe selling booze. Or just basically turning on the taps. Turning the taps on, because they already okay, have Haymarket the Salt dogs game. It's very easy But to i do. got a better idea to do with Haymarket Park. Oh? And it does not involve sacrifice. Does it involve
1: a uh, a surface? A plain surface?
2: Oh, well, it involves a lot more than that. Okay. Uh, that's Roof. coming up next. It's uh, Mornings with Sharp and Handley and Jimmy on 1620 The Zone.